Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts, I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. Matt, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, glad to be here. Oh man, it's been <laughs> a week and so many things have happened. Like you wake up, you go to sleep, there's clouds, there's sun, there's mm-hmm. moon, stars, the universe. Oh, this could get so deep so quick. I know, right? It's I feel crazy. like we need a drink immediately. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea because that's what we do here. <laughs> Thank um, God. Yeah. Uh, so, what, anything going on with you this week? Anything crazy? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, it's probably late enough to be able to say it. Like, I'm going to be working at uh, Formosa Cafe coming up. So, I'm looking forward to that. And we're starting training up in May. So, I guess that's the big news that I'm up, that it's uh, going on. So, Whoa. I'm super psyched about that. Releasing the big news. Yeah. Yeah. Going for it. So, I'm super psyched about it and everything. That's super exciting, Matt. Like that, you're, that's a whole new experience and a really old classic one too. Yeah, got a lot of nostalgia in that bar from uh, back when my dad and I used to go all the time before it went through its several iterations in a short period of time. Do you have any specific incidences that you remember from any of those oh, uh, times you went from back then? There's a few for sure, but some of my favorite are when uh, we'd go over there. We call them, uh, I think it was uh, Brown Bag Wednesdays, and my dad and I would both get bottles of wine and put them in the bag and cover him up and the bartender Bodie shout out to him wherever he is now he used to bring one too and he was the bartender on that day and we'd roll in and we just taste wines like taste the wines we brought and try to like you know talk about them and stuff and just like see how close we could get to the placement oh wait so you brought in bags yeah so we'd each bring a bottle that's cool I yeah. like this game <laughs> we should do this game on the podcast yeah, so we're just drinking days. wine and eating food yeah at Formosa so it was super sick that's killer. I'm really excited for you about that. That's going to be a big, huge revealing when it opens up again. Yeah, I know, it'll be nice. I know LA's really excited about it too. So yeah. I'm going to come and sit front row your first day. Do it. Yeah. I'm going to break scare all you the glasses. Down. No, don't do that. <laughs> but then I'll laugh. Ha ha ha. Clean nice. that well. Clean that well. <laughs> and I'll do it. Yeah. So that, speaking of nostalgia, I'm, I'm feeling like a nostalgic story right now. It's not nothing. It's not nothing. It ain't <laughs> nothing to like really like talk exactly about any certain situation. But it was a certain situation that I experienced when I first started bartending like 13 years ago at this bar, the Keaton Tavern. Shout out anyone listening in those days. I jumped behind that bar not knowing anything about bartending and I want to give a kind of like a thank you, I guess, to the regulars that sat at that bar because I <laughs> like literally they're like, have you bartended before? I'm like, no, but I've worked in the restaurant industry. I, I know what I'm doing. And I learn really quick. I'll, I'll pick this up. I know I could do it. And so they're like, OK, Meg, train Shauna tomorrow. And they're like, can you be here at 11? I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, I could be here at 11. So 11 to 7, trained one day. She taught me how to free pour by a count in my head. My count was uh, 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's coming back to one. you a little I bit. I had to remember. I, it was before <laughs> we used jiggers. So yeah, it was 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000. And then that was my uh, two ounce pour. And I got it down so well at that bar that I didn't need a jigger. I could do it every single time. But the thing I got to give major credit about, not only from Meg, from training me one day how to bartend and then having to bartend after the next day by myself was the regulars. They really taught me what I was supposed to do because if I didn't do it correctly, then they would be really mad and make me redo it all. And so I had to learn really quickly how to do that so I wouldn't make them angry. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so Jeez. I, I want to mention one regular specifically 
I don't know if this person is still alive or not. I don't know anything past the time I kind of left the Caton Tavern, but I want to shout out to Huck. And he was this old timer that would sit at the bar every single day. He would be at the door before I would show up to open the bar at 11 o'clock. So I'm not sure exactly what time he'd show up to make sure he was at the bar, but it was always before me. And he wore a flannel jacket every single day. He smoked a pipe and he would just sit at the the bar by himself, not really friends with anyone, but he would just like go, he kind of like grumbled to himself and like flop his lips around. And like, and kind of just talk shit about everything. And like, not many people got along with him. A lot of people complained about him because, I mean, he would say some stuff that was pretty off-putting and kind of shitty sometimes. And I was pretty brave back then and I'd shut him down. And I think he respected me for that. And I would tell him when he was out of line and that he'd have to leave if he said certain things. And so he actually became one of my good friends. And I don't know if he had a lot of friends, but... I'd be willing to bet he's not with us anymore, but I just like wanted to shout him out because he helped me out a lot out of some weird way. I don't even know how he did, but like, uh, moral support yeah, no, it, like he did. Cause he was really hard. He was hard to like get along with. And so it was really important to me to make sure that I won him over and I was doing my job correctly. And so I think that taught me a lot about how to bartend and how to, uh, what, he taught me a lot about hospitality and it doesn't matter what person that is in front of you that you're dealing with. They may have harder problems than you, but they still may or may not teach you something in your life. And so that's that. Thank you, Huck. Wherever you are. Thank you, Huck. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And watch your fucking mouth sometimes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of those around for sure. Yeah. It's just something, not as endearing. I, yeah, it's something I thought about that recently that I hadn't thought about him in a while and I wanted to talk about him and, and the rest of the regulars there too. I'm sure I'll come up with some stories with the, some of those, uh, those old timers too. There was a bunch of them, uh, but yeah. Stories to come, but what else is to come is what's in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, this should be a good story in and of itself. <laughs> Whoa. 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 <laughs> Not everything I say is right. <laughs> but uh, hey, we got somebody here with some tasty beverages that we're drinking, and that person right now is Adele. Hey, yo, our mixtress. Yeah. Guess who's back? Who's back again? Boom. Boom. Our, our mixtress. Boom is here. She always knows just what to make. She'll pour, she'll stir, she'll even shake. What she serves is what you'll drink. And when she's done, you just can't think. Cause she you're drunk. drunk. Hey, Boom. How's it going? <laughs> it goes well. She's coming down on a roller coaster. Oh my gosh, yeah. Whoa. Adele just turned a big three zero. I did. I was in Vegas for it. And now my body hates me. Like, we made it this far, and you're going to do me like that? Ugh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, what we're drinking today, uh, we are... What did you drink in Vegas? What, what did you... Instead of drinking today, <sighs> what did you drink in Vegas? Fuck, dude. Like, everything. <laughs> <laughs> so we did, like, you know, we went to some fun bars. It was a new bar. Um, it's like a mezcal bar that we went to, and that was really fun and really cool, like, elevated. But then, you know, you do the shitty... Miami vices by the pool, like like shitty garbage 
fucking cocktails. And They're then, so glorious. So glorious, yet so awful. And then I drink a bunch of beer, which I, I fucking never drink beer. And then a lot of shitty fucking champagne and just like <laughs> all the shitty things that I could drink, like like blue drinks and frozen drinks and all the things right. that I'm like, Everything I never blended. drink this, but I'm 30 and I don't give a fuck anymore. So yeah. it was a lot of that. Oh, welcome it was a lot welcome of that. to your 30s, baby. But I, we, our flight got delayed yesterday like four times. So we ended up not leaving Vegas to come back to LA like at maybe 11.30 or one, or midnight almost. So we were there for six extra hours just drinking. And like this morning I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I don't feel like myself. Something's really wrong. It's just so much alcohol inside of my body. And now I'm just like... Now you're like, let's pour this alcohol. And what like, are we drinking? <laughs> <laughs> let's keep drinking. Hair of the dog. The difference being this is actually a very delicious cocktail. It's not shitty fucking butt lights and... Yeah. Miami Vices. <laughs> like hangover juicers. Uh, uh, yes. Anyways, so what are we here for? The drinks. What are we drinking? We are drinking a delicious martini made with Mulholland gin. Mm-hmm. Super, super tasty. Um, a little bit of white cacao liqueur, a little bit of yellow chartreuse. I mean, I'm talking like a little bit like a bar spoon. And then we got some orange bitters to kind of balance it out. Super delicious. This gin is so refreshing there's cucumber it's floral it's just delicious i could drink a lot of these but, <laughs> but i'm also but very your scared. body's saying my no. body's just like please <laughs> let me live vegas yes am i right am vegas. i right but oh yeah also like i lost my wallet in vegas and my fernet coin was in there so i am heartbroken oh so if anybody right. <laughs> hey, anybody listening has an extra coin or if you happen to this podcast and you found a Fernet coin, keep the money. I don't care about the money. I already canceled my credit cards, but just that Fernet coin was very special for me. And now I'm sad. Oh. R.I.P. We're going to get you a Fernet coin, Adele. Uh, I hope yeah, so. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it. Very sad about that. Anyways, so I hope you guys enjoy the martini. Oh, I loved it. It was fantastic. And cheers. Cheers. Should cheers. be a perfect segue to our guest today because we have an amazing guest who brought so much amazing delicious booze yeah. so i don't know maybe i should introduce her yeah. <laughs> maybe we should that was a hell of a segue good work Adele. yeah we do uh truth be told we do have an amazing amazing guest on today who brought these amazing spirits the brand director of muholland distilling i'm so excited to introduce <laughs> I got through that, baby. Coco Morton. Hi, how's it going? I, get, I got it. I got it. Yeah, you got, <laughs> got it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Not too hard, hopefully. Oh, no. We, we, walk, we walk through that one, like a stroll through a meadow of daisies. Yeah. And Joshua trampling them and then taking pictures of all of it. <laughs> that was nice. a super bloom of an introduction. <laughs> yeah. <Thank you. laughs> Thank you, thank you. So Coco, uh, also known as Colleen, for anyone who doesn't know the reference Coco, or the nickname Coco, you are the brand director uh, of Muholland Distillery. And, you know, let's hear a little bit about this juice that we're sipping on. Okay, well, we've got three different spirits in our lineup. We've only been around for about two and a half years. We're based in the Arts District of downtown LA. We do a vodka, a gin, and an American whiskey. So all of our stuff comes from, we source it here. We named the company after William Mulholland, who brought water to Los Angeles, which kind of made it the metropolis that it is now. So we're bringing spirits that we've selected from different places to actually bring that to Los Angeles to make it the spirit that we're bringing to this lovely city. Our owner and founder is a third-generation Angelino. So this is his 
whole life. And he's been working on this baby for many years. How and, cool is that? Yeah. And then we've got a partner also. His name's Walton Goggins. He's an actor. And he's very committed to the brand. He's always around trying to make sure that we've got what we need. And he helps out in a very different way, making sure that we've got you know exposure in places that we would never get it normally. So we can basically bring something that's accessible to everybody. Uh, and that's the whole kind of mission of Mulholland is to have great spirits that look good on your back bar, but it also is not something that you want to sit there for years at a time. You want to drink it, share it with your friends, have a good time, have a community. And they always tell us it's, it's not a precious juice. It's something that's supposed to be shared and enjoyed. I love that. Yeah. So th- the nature of bringing LA into this gin is really awesome. And obviously they have a lot of experience with Los Angeles from being here through three generations. With the name Mulholland, do you know, is there like a specific tie with the name Mulholland? Like, is it from the movie, from the drive? From from, from William Mulholland, specifically. Oh, for, so. oh, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what is the history on that? He brought water to Los Angeles. Before he was around, they were, it was a small community out here. It wasn't what it is now. So when William Mulholland brought water out here, it definitely turned into this huge metropolis within no time at all. Hmm, That's really interesting. And it's very appropriate for a distilled spirit. That's what Mulholland Drive was uh, named after as well. Okay, cool. Why do I not know any of this? No, he's like huge in in like LA history for sure. That's amazing. Yeah. How do you bring water? Ooh, aqueducts. Aqueducts. (laughs) LA River's not necessarily made out of uh, natural (laughs) natural material. (laughs) Pipes? Pipelines? Rain dancing. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I do know a little about this. Not a lot, but I grew up in Northern California, and I know that, like, Northern California, I feel like has, like, that animosity towards Southern California for generations because of like the water thing i swear to god like old people up there still say like oh la always taking our water and stuff and like (laughs) i guess i never really put two and two together on the whole like situation but now that i live down here i'm like oh okay yeah because this is supposed to be a desert like yeah that was never really supposed to exist (laughs) (laughs) but it's a beautiful oasis and everyone loves it oh yeah like the oh my gosh, we're getting really off topic. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Not necessarily. Uh, not true. Yeah, that's true. This is LA, uh, LA history mm-hmm. here, and they're now providing a really cool spirit that like pays homage to all of that, which is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all really special. We we got two years in and decided we should just enter it into the San Francisco Spirits Competition and see what sticks. Uh, and it was pretty scary to bring this little baby brand that. We don't have a lot of going on. It was at the time there was just the founder and the partner. I wasn't involved. Katie Emerson, which is a local bartender, she's amazing. She was helping with the brand. Uh, and then Brian Chenault, who was also helping with the brand. But they didn't have anyone full-time working as an ambassador or anything like that. So the owner was doing all of it. So when they entered it into the spirits competition, it was like, we'll see what happens. Happens. And uh, we walked away with unanimous double gold Whoa. for the gin. And uh, the vodka and the whiskey both won silver. So nobody was left behind. The gin definitely blew a lot of socks off. It's the reason I actually took the job with the company. It was the first time I tried it. 
It was before they had even launched. I met the owner. He brought me in for a tasting. And it was such an amazing New World gin that I couldn't stop drinking it. And we're drinking it warm. Me me and my best friend are just sitting there. Shout out to Vance Daniels in downtown L.A. Uh, We were drinking it glass after glass. And then we realized it's 96 proof. And... (laughs) That and it is? doesn't taste like it at mm. all. It oh. was way too easy to drink. A little dangerous, but it's like the perfect spa water. It's a little bit of it soda water. It tastes like a nice. summer day by the pool. Mm-hmm. I always yeah. like those tastings where you're like tasting. You're like, man, this is good. I'm really into this. And then something like hits you and you're like, wait, what's the proof on this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you look right. at it and you're like, son of a bitch. What have I oh done? Oh, my yeah. God. Um, Made a great yeah. mistake. So was the gin the flagship? Was no, they all launched at the same time. They oh, didn't no want kidding. one thing to be different from the other. They wanted to be able to provide options for people. And a lot of times people ask, which one sells more than the other? And isn't really one that sells more than the other. It's really specific. Cocktail bars love the gin. More consumers pick up the vodka and the whiskey from Whole Foods. And tea is great for cocktails. So that winds up in bars all the time. It's just they kind of get equal love. It's very weird. That's crazy. Weird but awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. And I mean, as they should, you know, yeah. it's like L.A. Should, should definitely be loving on like any of its local craft, you know. Yeah. So we did have the cocktail that Adele made earlier uh, with the gin. And now in our little sipping cups, our little sippy sip cups, we got the whiskey. And uh, this thing's cranking in at hundo proof, baby. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, though, this ain't drinking like hundo proof. We're not messing around with that proof. Oh, it's nice, though. Yeah, it's a fun whiskey because it doesn't really come off like. What you'd think it'd be. It's mostly corn, so it's 94% corn, a little bit of 4% rye, and then 2% malted barley. But it finishes like like a rye, astringent and dry. Yeah. And, you know, once that, that initial high alcohol burns off, then you can actually taste the flavors. And it's light and refreshing. It's only 18 months old, so you can mix it really easily. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Is there any cl- – I don't know if this is a – this is just something I don't know – is there an actual classification of American whiskey? Not necessarily. American whiskey can be different things across the board, but it's saying that it's not bourbon and it's not necessarily rye. Mm-hmm. And we don't age it over two years. It's still new American oak, but at the same time, it's the age statement that affects it a lot and then what the mash bill is. So our mash bill would align with a bourbon, but since our age doesn't, it's American whiskey. Cool, cool. Yeah, so anyone listening, uh, if you haven't tried it, go on out and grab yourself a bottle. Or if you see that on the back bar, like call it out and get yourself a martini or even just something to sip on. Like Coco said, you sip it warm, sip it on the rocks. Yeah, it's versatile, super versatile. We've been lucky enough at Stella to have it uh, on several occasions, all three uh, at one point. We have Um, it at Kohl's too, yeah. Yeah. And it's delicious. And the whiskey was very well received amongst a lot of people. I, I like to sell it. Like, personally, I like to sell it as uh, anyone who calls Hendrix. I like to kind of, like, sway them out of that into something more local and, you know, supporting, like, a you know, smaller local, like, made product. And I like to call, uh, like, persuade them to get the Mulholland Gin because it does have, like, that cucumber-like flavors and characteristics and floralness. And you're not going to get the fear of the pine, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> like a movie. Fear yeah. of the pine. Fear of the pine. <laughs> Don't go into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> Juniper's coming. Juniper's yeah. coming. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Dude, check it out. If you haven't had it yet, please like go get yourself some. Yeah, it's super approachable, which is freaking great. Yeah. It's delicious. But I know your story did not start here. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you where it started. <laughs> 
Hold on to your hats. Uh, I actually started bartending. My first bartending gig was in downtown L.A. It was at the Redwood Bar and Grill uh, on 2nd and Hill. It's been around for a long time. Uh, it was probably about 12 years ago, I want to say, back when downtown had nothing. Mm-hmm. And 5 o'clock hit and everybody left. And it was just you and the shadows and the creepers lurking around. And we had punk bands play every night. So... We were just that little bar, and the closest things we had was Bar 107 and Lucita, mm-hmm. and those were our neighbor bars, and I learned how to bartend there, much like yourself, where it's like, I get a phone call, we're losing a couple bartenders, can you bartend? Sure. Tomorrow morning, open the bar. Have you ever done it before? No. <laughs> but you're on your own. You don't have any help. So can you do it? Sure. Yes. Where do I, where <laughs> do I get the ice? <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, so definitely got a little bit of trial by fire there. This amazing bartender, Laird Truex, who works in Beverly Hills now, he kind of showed me the ropes. Uh, by the ropes, I mean, as soon as you walk in the bar, he's got a shot of Jameson waiting for you. Uh, (laughs) so figure it out. And, uh, it was a really fun place to learn how to bartend because there were no rules back then. You know, the wild west of downtown LA, that was... The varnish had just recently opened up or opened up right after that, so nobody knew what cocktails really were in L.A. It was just PBR tall boys. Yep. Really. PBR tall boys and punk. Yeah. A lot of punk rock. That's fun, man. So since then, Redwood's still going. I was just at Redwood the other Mm -hmm. night and saw an amazing punk show. They still have awesome nachos. Dude, yeah, Mm, I'm always so impressed with that bar. Like, I've seen some great shows at that bar, and... do this is it's originally was pirate themed, right? Or is it still pirate themed? It's still pirate themed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, pirate bar, dude. I guess like they, a punk uh, pirate? Yeah, like a punk rock pirate bar. They had gone down to Florida and an auction bought half of sunken burnt out pirate ship, basically. <laughs> and then and then pieced it apart. You know, like some an of the post buy situation? <laughs> no, they had this whole theme that they wanted. So they use like little things off the ship. The you know, some of the tables are made from the wood on the ship. And the booths, I think, for I'm not sure if they still are, but the booths were made out of the canvas from the sails. They tried to repurpose as much as they could off That's that. That's so cool. Ship. Yeah. I didn't know any of that. It's crazy. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. If you go on the patio and you look up, uh, there's tiles, and they're all old pirate flags that were painted onto the tiles to kind of represent all these old pirates. That's so cool. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah, they they did a lot into designing that bar. It's still, you know, it's a crusty old dive now, but but it's got all that character that nobody knows about. It's yeah. almost a rarity. These old school dive bars that there, it's almost like a thing now. Well, you know? the thing about the dive bar is, I was actually just recently talking about this. Is that the question is, is it a dying thing? Is it is it an end of a style of a bar? And my answer is. Hell no. Never. Hell no. It's not the end of the best style of bar. I think a dive bar ends up being a bar that can withhold and withstand the length of time and abuse. Mm-hmm. And the bars that can actually do that can do it because it's not a facade. It's like they're the real deal. And they they can take everything that everyone <laughs> brings to it, you know? And so by default in time, you know, things are going to be kind of worn down. Things are going to be rickety. Things are going to probably be a little smelly. And uh, and so then what puts it into the dive bar category? And, like, yeah, not all bars are going to ever, like, get to that status level, which I hold very high and dear to my heart. But, Amen. you know, the ones that actually do, 
like let's keep those things going you know let's keep those doors open and patronize those bars because they have put the time in so check out redwood dude that's a cool yeah. bar and the king eddie oh yeah. king eddie yeah, well that's that's, th- a- that's i believe the sec- third oldest bar in los angeles something like that they went through prohibition they had a Speakeasy in the basement for a long time. There's still, if you go to the basement, if you can get access to the basement, there's still paintings on the walls, these huge murals of old cartoons of cops chasing after these bootleggers. And uh, there's this side door with a, you know, a stairway going down, and they still have the old ramp where they used to toss all the cases down to, you know, to hide from the cops. And it still has that weird feel. There's, like, tunnels and bricked-up weird holes Nooks, in the walls. Yeah. yeah. I know that it's, it's definitely haunted, but it's so <laughs> fun. Like, working there was weird... amazing. You worked at King Eddie's? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done pretty much everything from restaurant bartending to working with the Houston Brothers. So I was, like, almost like a theme bartending. I love those guys. Uh, to working in a bunch of bars in downtown L.A., running places like neighborhood bars. But, you know... The old dive bars are really just, there's something special about them because of the characters. I've seen mm-hmm. some amazing oh. things in King Eddie's, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, amazing things. Like, when you're sitting there and you're like, if you told this story, no one would believe you kind of shit, you know? Like, no way. Like, did you see a freaking, like, band play with these, like, I, I can't even, like, I don't even think I could politically correctly tell the story because <laughs> it's so fucked up i'm not even gonna i can't even tell it because well, it's just like so many like elements of it that were just like so fucked up and like but it was amazing band and an amazing sight to be seen <laughs> <laughs> i've got uh there's definitely one in incredible story from the shift i was working there it was just an unusual night and we were really slow there were only a few of the regulars at the bar and I'm at a well making a cocktail. I mean, if you can call it a cocktail, <laughs> making a highball. And something hit me hard in the back of the leg. And I turn around and there's a bottle of McAllen 10 on the on the bar mat. And I look around and the the other bartenders are on the other side of the bar. It's this like big, it's a big round bar. So they're at the complete other end of the bar. And then I look at the regulars and they're both shocked. And I'm like, okay, wait. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Who the heck poured McCallan at the King Eddie? Because that bottle's for decoration. Nobody orders McCallan at the King Eddie. And then one of the regulars kind of ushers me over to him. And he's like, hey, I watched that bottle fly across the bar. And he said, there wasn't anything holding it. <laughs> I'm like, wait, are you kidding me? You're telling me that a ghost threw a bottle of McCallan at me? And then another the regular from like... Another guy from across the room, he's like, yeah, I, I saw that too. <laughs> what? <laughs> like full on haunted. Downtown's got some shit, man. Like for oh. sure. People say that about Coles too. See, my thing is I don't believe in ghosts. So I it's like, I mean, I probably wouldn't even believe it if I saw it because I'd be like, dude, I'll rationalize anything, you know. Uh, but uh, people always are telling me stuff about Coles and like the varnish too, about things that happen like. One time somebody showed me a picture of this, like a selfie they took. And in the background, there's like straight up this like, like old timer, like top hatted, like ghost thing in it. Like legit. I was like, that's pretty weird, dude. Like for sure. I believe it. It was Eric Alperin hanging out in the back. Yeah. Being a griefer. I was, I was just there last night. I love the varnish. Eric's Eric's just always in the background creeping. Just wearing his top hat. Oh, dude. Checking in on the varnish. I would totally approve of all that behavior. (laughs) Matt, you know what I want to talk about? What? 
want to talk about Sazerac. Ooh, Gesundheit. No, I don't have allergies. I'm talking about the company. Sazerac is one of America's oldest family-owned, privately-held distillers. And it all started with a cocktail. And then it was a famous bar in New Orleans. And now, the amazing company we know today. Sazerac has one of the most bodacious catalogs in the biz. Yeah, with liquors like Buffalo Trace, Sazerac Rye, Siete Lenguas Tequila, Corazon Tequila, as well as Wheatley Vodka, and a whole bunch more. And it doesn't stop there. Go to Sazerac.com to dig into this treasure trove of spirits. But don't just take our word for it. Here's our mixtress to tell us what she thinks of Sazerac. I'm sipping on a Sazerac made with Sazerac Rye. This versatile crisp whiskey is a perfect companion to a little bit of sugar, facial bitters, lemon oil, and herb seed. So delicious. Every sip reminds me of being in New Orleans this past summer. Get it for your mouth. And you can go to Sazerac.com. That's S-A-Z-E-R-A-C.com for all your imbibing needs and to see their full portfolio. And drink responsibly. Is that Walter Cronkite? That's right, Matt. So, you know, so then you moved from dive bars and you did all these other bars. Is there anything that, like, really specifically you remember in any of your bar stylings, I guess I would say, um, that you particularly, like, preferred as far as, like, dive bar to, like, cocktail bar to, like, theme bar, as you mentioned? Uh, And for listeners who don't know what I mean by theme bar or what you mean by theme bar, can you explain that a little bit better? Yeah, so the Houston Brothers have um, many bars in Hollywood and they all kind of follow their own little specific themes where, you know, Good Times at Davy Wayne's is very much your 70s garage party. Uh, and then, you know, they've got a lot of Scargas. It's a rum bar, so it's, it fits the scene with the cigars and the, the hot nights in Havana. And then they've got, you know, speakeasy bars where you have interesting entrances. So following a certain theme that the Houstons do, they, they, they create an experience for sure. So I would basically just help them out and pick up shifts at the bars while they were building them. So I got to watch these bars get built. And I never really worked at the full built bar because I would I had other jobs. But very different experience from working in Hollywood where the people are young and beautiful to working in downtown where the people are just... Um, people. People. They're just regular people. People outside are people. Yeah. It's <laughs> just regular people. Yeah, listeners who don't understand that, like, LA is pretty brawling and I think everyone can agree with that you know it's huge and every kind of I can't even say neighborhood because it's like chunks it goes in chunks like because there's Mm -hmm. smaller neighborhoods in these chunks of big neighborhoods like LA County is like massive and it includes a billion other things yeah and like you could be like East LA but there's like 50 different neighborhoods Mm and like just maybe even more in just East LA you know like you can't even like classify this this stuff you know but like each of these chunks are very very different you know hollywood to downtown extremely different like east la to like uh, west side west side or or south la like Mm -hmm. they're all so different there's k-town there's thai town there's filipino town there's uh highland park echo park all the other parks (laughs) lincoln park yeah and every single little like (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah no there's lincoln park too there's a park called lincoln park yeah same (laughs) the dmv is right across the street from it that's where i got my license park Yeah, that's a great DMV, too. If anyone's ever needs to go to the DMV, go to that Lincoln Park DMV. They are fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were, <laughs> seriously, they were said, fantastic. This is the most praise I've ever heard for a oh, DMV. Oh, no. I, I'm coming from Baltimore on that DMV. Whew, man, anything, anyone who just like cracks a smile, I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys win. Win. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, every neighborhood 
is drastically different in style and bars and restaurants and everything. So it, it's really fun to like kind of discover all this stuff oh, yeah. and really a lot. <laughs> it's like, a, it's hard to keep up and hard to discover. Oh yeah. So it's, yeah. it's fun doing the podcast and like being able to talk to people who have like their pulse on every, all of this too. Cause you're kind of all over the place and you get to see all it all over. Yeah. Uh, whenever I, I pass by a bar that I've never seen, I'm like, how? How did this happen? How did you get under my radar? I know all the bars. But it's really fun because there's bars closing down, bars opening up, new things are happening, uh, people that are just changing the game and pushing the envelope, and then other people that are just sticking to the basics and doing it right. And that's what I love about uh, neighborhood bars because neighborhood bars aren't trying to do any more than they're, what they're offering. They're just they're there. They're not a dive bar. They're, they're just trying to be quality but at the same time welcoming to everybody. I ran Spring Street Bar in downtown LA for a little while. I worked there for almost three years, and I've never seen a bigger group of regulars in my life. I mean, half of your shift was just saying hello to the same people that come in every single day. When you were a new bartender there, you had to learn 300 names within a month, <laughs> and all of the cocktails that went along with those names, luckily it was mostly beer, but it, it was this weird, like, small-town vibe when you're sitting at this bar for a six-hour shift, but you spend most of your shift going, hey, John, how's it going? Uh, Maker's Mark? All right, cool. Uh, hey, hey, Pete, do you want another beer? Uh, number 25? Okay, cool. Yeah, we got that. And it's just going through the same people all the time. Some of them are weekly regulars, some of them them are monthly regulars, but it was this fantastic thing on a Friday or Saturday night where people are coming in from nickels and dimes. If you guys have ever heard mm -hmm. of that, nickels and dimes, the, the 10 and the 5 freeway. Oh, nice. So we call, call the people that would like come in on the weekends to just cram downtown nickels and dimes. <laughs> so when I the like nickels that. and dimes took over the bar, your regulars could still get their drinks because you, you just see them. Yeah. yeah. You just give a wink and you know the beer and you just, you can crush it fast because you're a neighborhood bar because it's simple it's easy and people are being able to get served and they're always in a good mood oh, that matters so much people i i know i i'll speak for myself i appreciate when i walk in and somebody like a says does this what you want you know before i even like say anything which was kind of rare for me because i always change everything i drink constantly but uh or like if there's a big crowd and they see me and they're like I got you, you know, and they're like, cool, dude. And then they just like throw a shot down. You're like, that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's like, it's, it shows people care. Yeah. And the bartender cares. And it's like, that's good hospitality. Exactly. And that's friendship. Like, that's how I see it. It's like, you're my regular, but like more so you're my friend. Like, I'm going to help you out for, like first. Yeah. Whether, and But in a way that other people don't feel like they're getting neglected. You yeah. Know? Mm -hmm. They get their cocktail at the same time you're getting a beer and nobody even knows how that beer appeared. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. they're like, oh, hey, yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just really good, or they're really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. people like that shit, man. Oh, or like thing. when you don't see somebody for a long time, and they're like, and you're like, you want what, a stout? And they go, what? Yeah. How do you remember that? I'm like, I know what you drink, man. I know what you drink. <laughs> yeah. you Stands the test of time. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're consistent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, even if you could call it a little bit, they're like, oh, I'm good. I'm actually not drinking that right now. But like, that's a good memory. Yeah. You know, like when they pull, when people do that with me too, I'm like, wow, that's pretty good. Like, it's funny because then you can stuff. give them a little guff for it. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever I switch up what I'm drinking, like, well, Black Hat usually, they're just like, they're like, what? Are you crazy? Like, what are <laughs> yeah, you Yeah, that's always our response. <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> I, I usually like to go in and out of nowhere just order a Sauvignon Blanc. And people are like, what? What? Wait, what? <laughs> they have like the beer already for you or whatever. <laughs> yeah. What's your like? Uh, sit down and somebody serve you drink oh, without gosh. asking. Uh, it's a, it depends on the bar. 
Yeah. It's so I weird. Love that. <laughs> it really like in Hollywood, a lot of places, and don't hate me, but I really love a blueberry stoli and soda with a lime. <laughs> so sometimes <laughs> I would walk in and it's like immediately on the bar for me and it was like, please don't repeat that. I'm here with friends. It's gin tonic. Yeah, that's great. Like, Dude, love it. I'm going to like give you shit on that. One of my favorite, like all time, just like simple, like I call douche sodas is, um, which is a vodka soda, <laughs> um, uh, is stoli apple. It's not apple. It's applet or something. It's oh, the or it's, it's like the it's oh. the gala apple stoli oh. specifically gala apple and it's so good, dude. I haven't tried it. It tastes just like a freaking gala apple. <laughs> I, I feel like the blueberry tastes like Skittles, so I'm always like, ah, taste the rainbow. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. man. We all have our vices. Yeah. So we did tell a story. I just wanted to check: is uh, was there anything you? Would like to further in and anything in depth about any storytelling? Sure. I mean, like, whenever we get into it with people and they're like, oh, just tell your craziest bar story. I probably have one of the most insane bar stories ever. Yes. And it happened at the Redwood, my first bar gig. And we didn't have bar backs at the time. So, you know, I'm alone with my waiter. Who was amazing swing dancer? Uh, and so <laughs> not what I was going to expect you to say. <laughs> he was fantastic. So he handled the tables. I handled the bar, and it was just the two of us. And it was on a Sunday, and I normally don't work Sundays, or at the time didn't work Sundays. And we would have an Americana Sunday, so bands would come in, play like rockabilly Americana music, and people from all over town would come in with their outfits, a very sixties and fifties dress, and everybody would dance. And that was the the best part about it. Is, People were up and moving and crazy. And we would get so busy on a Sunday that bartending alone, you would have to do all the dishes as well because we didn't have a dishwasher, obviously. And so there comes a moment where it's like, all right, band's going, everybody's dancing. I got to bust out all these glasses as quickly as possible. And there's this regular sitting at the bar cracking up. He's like, Coco, Coco. And I'm like, all right, John, John, one second, one second. I'm just going to bust out these glasses. He's like, Coco, well, hey, hey, horse walks into the bar. Horse walks into the bar. Oh, what does no. the bartender say? He keeps repeating this over and over oh, again. Shit. And I look up and I'm like, John, oh my God, get that horse out of my bar. <laughs> someone had walked a horse in. So there's these Americana people, you don't know where they're coming from. And someone wanted to catch this band. They're coming in from out of town. They have their horses with them. And they're like, we're just going to pop in. So they, they come into the bar and they're, you know, they're smoking cigarettes on the patio. They're all getting drunk and someone has this great idea. Grab the horse, bring it in. Oh my and God. I don't know this is even happening until the horse is already halfway through the bar. And there's two bottlenecks in that bar. So there's no way to turn the horse around. And I'm going, and at the time we had carpet. And I'm just oh. like, oh my God, if it if it does the any numbers on that floor, everybody's in trouble. And I'm freaking out and I don't know what to do because I'm I haven't like bartended anywhere before. I'm like, am I the boss? Because that's the specific the knowledge boss? that you need. I don't have security. What do I do with this horse? Do I just yell yeehaw? I love country ah! music. What's happening here? Uh, luckily there were no kicking or screaming. Everybody calmly let the horse get to the stage and turn around. And then we slowly walked the horse out of the bar without any injury or oh or mishaps. But it was definitely one of those things where it's like, horse walks into the bar. What does the bartender say? Get the fucking horse out of my bar. <laughs> like, 
It was insane. It was just a beautiful big brown horse. You know, I don't really remember the <laughs> Holy name. Holy shit! But uh, but it's like it's like those those are your dive bar stories. Like oh, that doesn't so happen at a cocktail bar. I mean, there's also <laughs> amazing stories that happen in cocktail bars as well. But but it's that it's that weird like off bars with the with the one off nights that that's where the real fun amazing things happen that's amazing holy shit was there like a part of you that was just so appreciative like oh, just God. like you could you gave this to me i could have this for the rest of my life no way. A horse walked into like my bar 21 years old and fuming and angry and always angry it was all crotchety at the time and then i got older and was like wait that's an amazing story <laughs> and that's something i can tell at all of the bars I'm and so it makes jealous. everybody happy so but it's like i have like the mental image of it all the time happening but it's like i didn't have a phone on me i wasn't taking pictures of it and that would have been amazing but i have i have no proof it'll always just be a story oh my god <sighs> i'm glad that we're documenting it because that <laughs> is shit, so awesome that. <laughs> that's like the it's that's a, perfect it's, it's perfect it's a perfect story for that I'm bar like, kind I'm of fits like, i'm speechless yeah. for once my for my int- first time in my life fuck a horse in a bar that's like a punk oh, rock it? pirate bar rodeo. See, so, I totally got surprised because my dad tells that stupid joke, like a horse walks into a bar, like why the long face? <laughs> and it's like so stupid. And I feel he says like there's a million, the yeah, there's like a million horse walks in the bar, like jokes. Yeah, I'm that's oh fantastic. yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that there was also a priest and a rabbi riding the horse as the horse walked into the bar. You're full of shit. No, I'm just <laughs> just those good old bar jokes. Yeah. <laughs> And there was a blonde what screwed drink? in the light bulb, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many of them was doing what? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be amazing if we could re... What if you could, like, recreate, like, that whole scenario just for a YouTube, like, stunt? Oh, I mean, don't give it... Somebody yeah. will do it. Yeah, this, is, this is probably before, already done. It. Yeah, yeah, that's all before Instagram and YouTube, and that was yeah. just that, that was just for that, your that, own somebody person. thought that was a good idea. Yeah, that yeah. Was and for, it was a good idea because yeah. no, nothing bad came out of it. And also, okay, they had to have come from Burbank. I have no idea. I was not asking questions. Yeah, because that's the equestrian center. I'm like the opposite. I, one time I was on the beach drinking margaritas and some <laughs> no shit. Uh, thank you for. This is another memory. I was drinking uh, two dollar, no, three dollar margaritas for two dollar upcharge, five dollars for a double on Santa Cruz it's Beach. An airport? Yeah, dude, no, it's just cheap. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> the address? Dude, was, this is you know, thirteen years ago or something, and uh, <laughs> I'm sitting on the patio drinking cheap margaritas and getting a little tipsy, you know, having nice, nice. It's daytime. It's beautiful, Santa Cruz, and I look up with my friend Teresa. And she, we look up and she, we, she starts like. Do you see this? Do you see this? She's like punching me, kind of like, and I'm like, dude, what? And I like look up, no fucking shit. There's a lady who's walking down the beach with her llama. <laughs> and not only is she just walking her llama along the beach, she had dyed her llama completely purple. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. And we're like, are we okay? Are we, is this real? Are we actually seeing this, you know? Drugs in this, this margarita. Is, yeah, like, yeah. What, are, what are we drinking? Like, this is just tequila, right? And But then I was like, oh, I'm following this llama. And so I'm like, I need to figure out why and how and, like, everything. I'm like, how did they get the llama to the beach? How is the llama purple? How is all these questions? So I just followed it down the beach and, like, kind of, like, stealthily, like, ding, ding, ding. And, uh, and then finally I just, like, she brought the llama off the beach into, and then she loaded her llama, her purple llama, into a minivan and drove away. <laughs> <laughs> That's just fantastic. to parade the llama? <laughs> 
threw on the beach. I don't know. She's a Santa Cruz. This kind of shit, man. Oh, my God. So, yeah. What an amazing place. Another thing. Like, yeah. yep, that's real. That's a real thing. I don't know. Sometimes those drinks that you get, like, they affect you and you question everything that's around you. <laughs> no, I feel like sometimes, like, yeah, you need those drinks for those. Inst- What's going on here? Is there an earthquake? That is a noise in his head. Shot! <laughs> shot! <laughs> Easy, shot! Who wants a shot? Roll! Shot! Shot! Drink it! Shot! Uh, <coughs> shot, monster! Who wants a shot? Your I, turn! Your turn! No! Okay, Open no. your mouth! Your turn! No, no, shot! No, no. Shot! <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't finish this one holding shot so I can. Matt, say, open your mouth! Shot! Or, uh, shot! Uh, uh, anybody want a shot? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Easy. That one just came shot back up. Oh, no! <laughs> shot. Shot. Okay, okay. Shot. We need to breathe. Uh, uh, holy My God. shit. Shot monster. I haven't seen you in a while. That was intense. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I need to take a breath. Shot. Last time I saw you, you were in better spirits. Oh, is that right? Well, I, I, I feel like I'm pretty good. Drug shot, no. shot, <laughs> shot, shot. <laughs> that noise is so weird. <laughs> so weird. Matt, how are you getting so off? So no, <laughs> she's targeting you. Shot, Matt. Shot. Shot monster. Oh my god. Okay, I can't do shot monster. Enough. 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 Okay, let's breathe for a second. Okay, oh. I'm so I. Not Welcome. Ha- I don't ha- know what you drove in on, like a monster truck or a train. Or well, something. I heard you guys have been partying with party animal. Wait, no. Where'd you hear that? She's my cousin. Oh well, how is she better than I am? Shot. Let's take shots about a shot. Shot. Matt, bring this in. All right, I'm good. I'm good. No more shots. But okay, like we've we have been, we've been partying a little bit. Yeah. But Wait, is she is she here? Is no. Party monster here. I don't know. I don't think so. Party monster, come here and take a shot. Sup, <coughs> <laughs> <Some>, dude. <laughs> so you are here. Oh, you know, I'm just having a good time. Oh, are you? Do you want to take a shot? Let's oh, take no. shots about it. We don't do shots at part with party animal. We just what? drink martinis and get loose. Oh wow. I what? honestly didn't know you were here either. What? Shauna went, but she's no oh, she shots. Good. No way, baby. Shot, monster, shot, shot, oh, shot. Oh, my God. Easy, oh. easy. Shot. Oh, shot, monster. You're so crazy. We're just having a good old time. Shot, shots? <laughs> oh, your voice cleared up. Shots? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just a party animal. Ha, 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 I think she's ha, multiple personality how disorder. How is this fun? <laughs> well, Let's no, see we... some shots. Shots. Okay, okay. First of all, shots. first of all. I didn't realize one of you shots. was here. Okay, we'll do shots in a second. <laughs> <laughs> or I just want to know what this family's about. Oh 
no, basically, I'm the party monster, and I love I love gin, and I follow gin and Muhal and everywhere I go. And so I I heard the Muhal and gin was here, and I was going to start the party. And that cocktail at uh, the mixtress Adele made, she I I I tainted that, and I made it into a party drink. Nice. It sounds like you've been partying a second. You, the party really starts when the shots begin. I am the true life of the party. Not well, you, party you really kind of start the party off. I do but, start the party off. Thank you, Matt. But, but Thank I mean, you. Like, you want to take a shot about it? Yeah. Maybe, but I feel like the party kind of goes on, too. You know, it's you can't just but do I all start at once. the party. Let's say shots. I start the party. Oh, shot monster. Shots. So shot monster, you're oh so gosh, funny. This, no, part, this family no, is no. so insane. Shot monster, though. No. You're so silly. You just, like, follow me around a lot. Just start pointing shots down people's mouths. People don't like that. Yes, they do. Ask Shauna. Uh, well, I, I actually, uh, I, I'm partial to like a martini sipper and like a little shot, oh, God, shot, no. oh shot, gosh. shot. Woo! How is she going to survive the rest shot! of this cast? Yes, podcast. See, uh, yeah. everybody's Ooh. having a good time. We're like taking shots. Oh, this is rough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Out of, good luck later. This is rough. Oh, shot monster. You're going to kill people. <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> well, I don't even know. Oh, I'm just... I don't know if Sean is going to survive. I gotta survive. say, guys, I'm very hurt that party animal is here. Um, guys, this, that kind of hurts the my shot feelings. The monsters are really affecting me poorly. I'll be right back. Oh God, see, this is what happens. See, shot monster, what are you doing? Are you always trying to make people feel. I don't understand why you do that. We just have martinis. martinis. Sip on them. We have umbrellas and we have straws and they're twisty and fun. How is this fun? I well, you, you tell me. Well, you see, I just I I I book the bands and the DJ, and I have the blast of the time. And it's, all we do is like dance and dance and dance and dance and dance until our feet fall off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like an elf. But so anyway, but is, so there's some animosity between you and your cousin then. Not for me. I just have fun. <laughs> I am a little hurt, Matt. You're a little. I'm a little hurt that I got here, and she was already here. She was already. Well, I, I mean, just bring. I bring shots. I'm trying to. Does she follow you everywhere you go? So you, you're constantly starting parties for she her. She stole and taking my all friends. People used to take shots with me all the time. She no, would just drink martinis. No way! I don't have all your friends. I make all my friends as I go. As you go <laughs> for the party. That's a lie. You stole my friends. Well, I mean, I do know. Nobody Jimmy. wants to talk shots with take, take I, shots with me anymore. I do know Jimmy, and I do know Sarah, and I do know Harry, and I do know Lovey Dovey Boo. You and stole I, them from me. They don't drink shots with me anymore. Well, they are my best friends. So you so, <laughs> so you're constantly stealing your cousin's friends. I don't mean to. I'm just such a party animal. I can't help it. But you're just stealing them all uh, this time, right? I'm all a she wants animal. To, all you know she what? wants to do is just have shots with her friends in the very start of the party. Then you can party with well, her well, and her friends. Let's hash it out. Well, do it. Let's take a shot. Shot! No, no, shot! No, 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 no. Oh, actually, hey. Open your mouth. Shot! You want to drink a martini with me? <laughs> How about you just shoot the martini? So oh. that way you can have a martini, and then she can also have her shot. You know what? You I can have, serve it in a rocks glass. Or I have something. a really good idea because it's more fun. Let's get the swizzly straw and we'll twist it up like a crazy straw, and then make it go zoom, zoom, zoom up and down and all around, and we can share it together. A swizzly straw? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of those before. No, yeah. no. They go up, down, zoom, zoom, and all around. Oh my god. Let's just take a shot. Let's take shots about it. Oh no! Shots! I can't do that. No, no, no! I can't do that. That's no fun. <laughs> What if we put an umbrella in the shot? What if we drank out of the umbrella? Yeah, that's what I was going with that. How about we take a shot? With an umbrella, though. So I, it's still I'll, a party shot. I can shot. compromise. I can compromise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you know, it's not fun. It's stinky. I farts. That's not fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ambie, you're a party bummer. Celia Martinez, you to this poor dog. Ambie, let's take a shot. Shot, oh, Ambie, God, this dog's shots. Flipping out. Oh my God. Shots. I think I think there does need to be a compromise if you're going to solve this. Matt, I like the idea. Let's do the shot out of the umbrella. I'm into that. That seems like fun. So that's fun, a party fun. thing, and it accomplishes the shot situation. Okay. <laughs> Was right. Okay, Chop Monster. My good, my good pal cousin, Chop Monster. Why don't you grab that little monster umbrella you got over there that you use as your own hat and pour in a shot for me? Do it. Nice. And it is festive. It has an umbrella. Oh, wait. Now let me grab that straw. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a long straw. <laughs> that's how straws work. I've never... Never actually unfolded one before. It's you see, party me. animal, I care about the environment. I don't use straws. So what's more fun? Well, this is my retractable one. I, I use it I everywhere it's... I go. I keep it up my butt. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how sanitary that is. It's a reusable That's straw. Not fun. I, would, I wouldn't reuse that That's at all. That's not fun. Is it, though? It's not fun. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Let's just take a shot about all right, it. Let's, let's, do do it. let's do it. In amnesties. For amnesties' sake. Oh, now I'm getting the fart dog out. Oh, hey, guys. What you guys up to? Oh. Taking shots! Taking shots out of Wait, this umbrella. What? Oh my gosh. So you free How, well, I just puked up all those shots that Shot Monster oh, gave perfect. me, so I feel a lot better now. Well, lucky for you, we have an umbrella shot for you. Oh, well. Oh, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen. We're all taking it. Take one for the team. All right, Matt. Why don't you take one for the I'm team? I'm doing it. Oh, we're all doing it together? Yeah, we're shooting out of this, this umbrella. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, ready? All right, Coco, you ready? No, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Let's drink it. Shot. That was delicious. That's, a, that's not how umbrellas sound. <laughs> Woo. See, look how easy that was. So yeah, you guys that was just fun. Just... Shot Monster is fun. Yeah, no, you're fun. You you can party, and party animal can do shots as well. Yeah, you guys can go out. I think you just need compromise. to go out and have a night on the town, and just the two of you, and see where it goes, and try to work well, it out. Well, it's a good thing I brought my dancing shoes. How about you, shot monster? I brought my shot glasses. There you go. So I'm ready. Let's do it. I'm with you. Let's do it. <laughs> Yay! It's beautiful. <laughs> I think I'm crying a little bit. <laughs> that was the easiest resolution of all time. <laughs> I know. See. Sh- Shots and parties solve everything. Uh, you know what, what my favorite party music is? Eric Clapton. Let's hit it. <laughs> Eric Clapton. Wow. Is it like a like a mix or something? Or Yeah. It has a bunch of bass. And they turn it all up real high. And then they get it bumping. And then there's a lot of tambourine that pairs along with it. And then I get real happy. And then I decide to take a shot with my friend Shot Monster. And then we all go to sleep. And then we cuddle and... And eat pupusas. <laughs> what pupusas? You drink them? No, we eat them. Okay, <laughs> this is a good clarification. <laughs> well, right. that sounds like a beautiful night, honestly. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for a shot. Yeah, we should. Well, should I we guess col- we'll do one more. Well, you know, I, I I'm feeling pretty cleared out, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you bet. Get I some think, fertilizer in those plants. Yeah, my guts needed a cleaning. Right, and uh, a little so, water weight. Yeah. Lost. Water weight. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> You're welcome. Little, yeah. Well, yeah, we got rid of that water weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, you know, if it's, it works. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's all do collective sl- shots together because that's fun and that's partying and I'm the party animal. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> I forgot who you were there for a second. Sound like. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. Where do you? Three, <laughs> two. <laughs> Take it, shot, shot monster. Oh, there it is. Oh, so good. Woo. 
All right. Thank you, Shot Monster. And for, Party Animal for, for, uh, for spontaneously and, showing up. Oh, man. That was a whimsical act. <laughs> yeah. It's like a turbo merry-go-round there. <laughs> merry-go-round? Yeah, merry-go-round there. Yeah. Oh. Jesus. I don't know It's like how, a whirlwind. I don't know how I'm ever going to forget that. Well, probably not. Your plan. Yeah, you will see when After you leave. After all those shots, though, we'll see how I feel tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be great, though. Woo! And now we've got the with the party's been started and we can keep it going. Yeah. With that deep bass Eric Clapton. I don't know where Party Animal ever found that beat, but that sounds great to me. It's there, out there, apparently. I'm kind of interested in it. I want to see what that's about. Some Eric Clapton EDM. Yeah, me too. I'm interested in it, too. You know what else I'm interested in is games. Yeah, I love games. My favorite. Board games, video games, trivia games. Party games. Party games, shock games. Ooh, King's Cup, my favorite. Oh, shit, I should have told that story. Oh, shit. I was shit. at my friend's gotta... bachelor party in Houston, and we had a pretty intense series of King's Cup games. Did you want to leave a cliffhanger for next episode? Sure, yeah. Needless to say, we've all basically almost concussed ourselves on a very low-hanging chandelier that existed where the table was. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, Sounds like a we're children. Okay, let's do a rapid guess. Let's do that. This one's called Rapid Guess Questions. It's pretty easy. We're going to ask you a question. If you're interested in playing, I don't know if there's any much option because we're kind of going right into this. <laughs> go yeah, go we're time. We're already giving you the option, to be honest. Go time. But... Let's do this. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to ask a question. Just answer as quickly as possible, and it's going to be rapid and questiony. Ready? Sure. All right. What time do you wake up? Nine. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. If you were a cocktail, what cocktail would you be? Last word. If you are driving a train and there are five people on the track that the train would kill, and you had a lever that would change the train into a terrifying, blood-sucking monster that would kill you, would you pull that lever? Yes. If you could change one thing about Matt, what would it be? The Patagonia jacket. (laughs) (laughs) If you could change one thing about me, what would it be? The tattoos. Sweet. (laughs) Sweet. If a pot of gold does not exist at the end of a rainbow, what is at the end of the rainbow? Dirt. If you stir a spirit-forward cocktail, what do you think about? Nothing at all. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely nothing. Uh, Do you see us in your nightmares? No, I don't have nightmares. (laughs) I'm thinking of a mythological creature. What creature am I thinking of? Griffin. Nope. Uh, A man walks into a bar and... There was a horse there. <laughs> you just created a new cocktail. Now make up a name for it. Go. I can't do that. Oh, good name. Uh, if you could only drink one cocktail for the rest of your life, what cocktail would it be? Beer. <laughs> <laughs> if to survive the apocalypse, you had to keep half of your body human, but fuse the other half of your body as a different animal to survive, what animal and which half? Octopus, bottom half. If a martini could talk, what would it say? Hello. A guest just told you a really bad bar joke. What is your laugh? <laughs> uh, three questions. Uh, can you make me something good? Always. What do you like to make? Everything. Do you have Red Bull? Never. Nailed it. Yeah. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, now that was what I call a party. <laughs> Like, was it supposed to be one-word answers? I was no, that's the best anyone's perfect. ever done, actually. Yeah. Oh, really? Because yeah. most people just treat it as, like, actual questions. Like, they want to analyze all the questions. Oh, no. And so, sorry, everyone previously that's listening who's done that. 
Coco did way better. <laughs> I was I was locked and loaded with the octopus lower half. I already had that. Have question you you already, you've already known no, this. No, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was, so was ready. Like, but the second you said apocalypse and uh, octopus, done. yeah, obviously because you don't know what terrain you need to yeah. go over. Exactly. We can I know what you're talking about. Handle this. <laughs> You can still all, open stuff. All eight legs. If you lose some, yeah, but you're you can good. breathe air if yeah. you need to. Exactly. But then you can forge through water if necessary. Forge through water, indeed, yeah. as octopuses do. Yeah, and then you've got the inks. <laughs> yeah, you can squirt. Yeah, squirt oh, people. dude, could you imagine? There's like something after you. Just yeah. ink them. D- be done. Yeah, be the, the lone survivor. And you mm-hmm. can make all your food tasty too. This too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can just see that. Squirt on all the foods. Yeah. yeah, and then you're like, you can oh. make a bunch you're of like, everything. You're like, all this, what is all these greens taste disgusting. Let me <laughs> ink it, and it'll be a little tastier. <laughs> just inking it. Yeah, <laughs> just ink it. You know, that's what my parents always said. Just ink it. Just ink it. Uh, this is a great time at uh, that we're coming to the end of this episode. We like to plug anything that anything anybody's doing. This is all I'm doing. So, talk tales. Listen to it. Adele, you got anything? No. Great. <laughs> Good. Well, if anybody has an extra for Netcoin, please. Oh, yeah. I just oh, yeah. love yeah. mine. You can, uh, yeah, just DM us on the Instagrams or email us if you do have an extra th- for Netcoin. Please send it to Adele. This is a sad, sad, sad time of her life. It was my birthday, too. It was so sad. Yeah, yeah. it was sad. I ain't right. No one should steal somebody's for Netcoin on her birthday. Special <laughs> please and help them. <laughs> Boo. So, uh, yeah, Coco, anything you want to plug? Uh, you know, if any lady bartenders are out there, they want to R&D, want to play around with Mulholland, come to the space and meet other ladies and the bar community in L.A., hit me up on Instagram. My handle is Lean with three E's. That's C-O-C-O-C-O-L-E-E-E-N. Not that hard, but it's hard to say. <laughs> and if you guys uh, are curious and want to try some Mulholland, you can... Pick it up in pretty much any Whole Foods in Southern California, Bristol Farms, Total Wine and More, KL, Cap and Cork, and we're all over the place. And there's plenty of bars you can find it at. Absolutely, and uh, check out our Instagram because we'll have like pictures of the bottle and everything on there. If you're you know unsure what to be looking for on that back bar, we'll have a picture up there so you can get familiar with it with yourselves. And you did mention real quick, there's a space that you guys have R and D and stuff and events. Uh, yeah, for the bartender community. You yeah, know. so hit her up about anyone who's doing anything cool or like passing by and wants to like show off their badass. Bartending skills. Tinctures. Well, I got some tinctures. That's why I call that's why I call my muscles. <laughs> that's, that's just Raul uh favorite thing in the world. Uh, uh but other than that, yeah. Roll them, Matt. Roll them. So if you have an amazing story and you want to tell us or maybe be a possible guest on Talktales, you can go to our website at www.talktalesthepodcast.com. And on our homepage, you can submit your stories or email us at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you like our show, do us a solid. Subscribe and leave us a review. This is a DIY project, and all the love we get helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you can share that love on our Patreon page, which you can find the link on our website at talktalesthepodcast.com, as well as patreon.com backslash talktalesthepodcast. I want to mention, too... uh, you know, this is a DIY project and any uh, reviews on our iTunes specifically is really helpful to us. So if you could like just shoot a quick like, dude, you guys are rad kind of stuff that really does help us in the long run, even though it's kind of a pain in the ass to take that like extra couple of minutes to do. We, we do appreciate that stuff. And also 
coming up to Tales of the Cocktail time here in July. And Cocktail's been operating now since January 21st of 2018. So we're coming up to a year and a half of doing this. And we're really proud of everything we do. We work really hard at it. And we are trying to ask our listeners and our fans and our friends and family to do us a super solid and go on to talesofthecocktail.org backslash events backslash spirited awards and shoot us a nomination for best podcast for the spirit awards at Tales of Cocktail this year. It would mean the world to us and it would give us a huge amount of exposure and we would really appreciate it. And only if you really like us, you know, we, we understand. And so like, but we're, we're working hard and we're going to be there this year. And so we're going to be doing what we can to like support Tales of the Cocktail, support our bartender community. And if you can help us out by showing your support for us and shooting us a nomination that would mean the world and just getting that nomination would be just great and if we win we would be so stoked and we will and we'll celebrate like the kings and queens of all the podcast land so um yeah please check that out and uh do us a solid. <laughs> uh, I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. And thanks to my brother-in-law Grayson for creating our badass logo. And super special thanks to our new editor Rashid from Podbear for editing these episodes for us now. Like you're killing it and we love you so much. Yes. And while all of us on Talktails are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive. Hell no. And thank you, Adele, for crafting these bomb-ass beverages. Whoop. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And Coco, thank you for coming out and spending time and bringing us this amazing juice for us to sip on Mm -hmm. and all sharing your stories of what you do in this industry. We appreciate you, and thank you for doing that. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And uh, as we should, shall we cheers? Hell yeah. Go right on this bad boy. Cheers. Shot. Cocktail. 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 Cocktail.